On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about the reveal of the PlayStation 5 logo. Listen to our excitement when we find that out. Also, we talk about the recent Pokemon Direct, and we go back to an episode of Third Party Controller Podcast to see what our hopes were for 2019, and to kind of see, did our hopes, some things, come to fruition? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Sparza. And... Jarmers. Welcome back to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. Yes, the video game podcast show that you love to listen to. You like to hear the opinions of Beto Sparza and Joe Ramirez and this asshole, Jesse Lira. Now, let's get to it because we have a lot to talk about. Beto? Hey, suffer. Hey. started playing uh, The Messenger on the Switch. I bought it a couple weeks ago during a sale. Uh-huh. And it's fucking dope, dude. I yeah. really enjoy it. It's it's really difficult. Uh-huh. Um, like when you... Because you die a lot in it. Okay. So when you die, there's like a little devil. His name's... Uh, Quarbo is a little fat devil with, uh, with uh-huh. wings. And then like he says, like, I save your life right before you die. But when you... It's every time you die, really. But um, he'll take you back to your checkpoint. To the recent checkpoints, there's a good amount of checkpoints in the game because you yeah. die a lot. And then he, you're in his debt. So like as you're as you're dying, you, you're fucking, you're collecting these shards or time shards. So you you die, and he collects the coins that you're collecting for the time or however mm-hmm. long. Is he says uh, I'll collect coins, or until I get bored, that's when I will leave. But uh, it it makes it fun, like so you could just keep playing so you won't die as much, but mm-hmm. you still die a shit ton. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's it's. It's got some inspiration, like from uh, from Ninja Gaiden. It takes a lot of it. Like when you fight the bosses, yeah. the bosses explode. You remember, remember oh yeah, yeah. It's like that. But uh, as I go into it, it's it's because there's um, it's a mix of of eight bit and sixteen bit graphics, right? And I haven't even got. I've, play, I've been playing it for like five hours, and I, I still haven't even got to that to that point uh-huh. of uh, finding uh, or. Switching between both graphics, but like the um, the, like the boss fights in this have been like really fucking fun. Yeah, like they're they're hard, but even like the enemy AI, they're for like they're fun to fight. Mm-hmm. They're it gets kind of challenging, so you're just going through the game and like uh. But the boss fights so far have been like a lot of fun. Just trying to figure out their patterns and stuff. Yeah, uh, there's one where where you fight is like two these ogre looking guys with like the one eyes. What are those called the the they kind of look like those ogre looking things in, in Zelda Breath of the Wild. Like a centaur, the Hinox, uh, Hinox, whatever the fuck. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. But I those, think yeah. There's two of them, they're all muscular and shit. So the, you fight them, but they're like tag team wrestlers. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Because you're fighting them, they're like, they'll tag in, like, like boom, boom, tag in. He'll start fighting you. And he's in back, like, on, on another mountain in the back. He's kind of, like, posing and shit. Oh, and then he jumps back in, and they, you see him the kind of pauses. They tag, and you fight them, too. <laughs> and, like, uh, they, they do, like, those tag team type of... Um, uh, moves like they'll t- throw each other at you and stuff. Oh, okay. So okay. there's one where he, one of them tosses the other guy at me, and he does like the the elbow, like Macho Man and shit, uh-huh. and he falls on you. And he, that's that's one of his uh, moves to uh, to attack. But that was like that's like one of the more fun like boss fights that I that I in that game so far. Uh-huh. But uh, dude, the music in the game is fucking really good too. Yeah, no, like everything really is nice. like super fast paced. Uh-huh. So I'm like I'm playing and I'm like bobbing my head and shit while I'm playing, <laughs> and it kind of it kind of helps because like some stuff you got to do quick and like the, you kind of go to the rhythm the rhythm of the music too. Yeah. So it kind of helps you like play play better, but like uh, it's just a really regular like if you play Ninja Gaiden it's really similar you hack and slash throwing stars, but there's like a skill tree to it too, so you could go to like the each checkpoint there's um, it's like a shop, mm-hmm. not each one there's some of them. It's like a shop, so you could get upgrades and stuff. So you get like your ninja stars, like uh, the grappling gun and stuff. Yeah. And um, just by using that, like little uh, skills too, like certain things that you get uh, upgrades. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm only five hours into it, and it's not even. I feel like I'm not even halfway into it. Ooh. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I saw some of the reviews and they're saying that like. Uh, it changes up like the, you start doing the the eight bit the sixteen bit stuff like uh-huh. you could, I think it's like you switch between like kind of like times and stuff like uh oh okay like universes I feel yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not exactly sure that's my guess but I haven't even got to that I was like fuck dude when am I getting to it like cause yeah, it's, I feel like it's a really I long game I completely forgot that was a part of the game yeah. until you told me yeah because I'll I'll jump on it and play a little bit every now and then uh-huh. you know but I forgot that was a part of yeah it. I got I got hooked on it dude I playing like yeah. four or five hours yesterday and it was it's been really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's it's funny like the some of the banter between the the uh, the bosses and the the messenger kid mm-hmm. they just kind of like talk shit to you like it's, it's pretty <laughs> funny time and then the little devil too is like pretty funny like I wrote it down here because it made me laugh uh, when you die he'll tell you he'll, like start talking shit dude uh-huh. it said uh, when you die in like a pit and he says I wasn't expecting you to f- to fail oh wait sorry he said I wasn't expecting you to fall in that pit like that's what I would have said if I would uh I would have had faith in you, <laughs> so shit like that, just like really fucking silly shit, like or like like um, sarcastic remarks. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's been fucking a lot of fun so far. Like it's if you like Ninja Gaiden, if you played any old old Ninja Gaiden games, mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of inspiration from these games. There's like a, I mean, it's I don't know. I, there's no I. I don't really follow the story. I just play it. Yeah, like there's kind of like a little bit of a story to it. It's nothing uh-huh. too crazy. But it's dope. I'm liking it. Check that shit out. As a Ninja Gaiden fan, do you like, like, it's not trying to be Ninja Gaiden, but it's like, it's got some nice yeah, it, things? It's, it's got like little kind of, I would say, I guess, homages to it. Okay. But it doesn't take itself too seriously because like the, the jokes in between and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's definitely inspired by it more than like any other Ninja game, like uh, Shinobi and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like, because Shinobi had like special powers. So far, I haven't like, experienced any like special powers, like the big ass lightning bolt and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's just really some similarities to it that they got from it. But they, it's their own thing, really. Just because it's it's really difficult too. But no, I mean, so far I haven't experienced any, I haven't experienced anything as difficult like Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Maybe because because of checkpoints. I think the checkpoints might be might be helping. More forgiving. Yeah. In a way. But yeah, man, it's it's a lot of fun. I recommend it. Like um, I really wanna hopefully finish this game because it's it's been fun. But I feel like it's gonna be a long game because I'm fucking like I feel like I'm like we're I'm at a bus right now where it feels like it should be the end. <laughs> okay. But I'm guessing this is when it opens up to the the 16-bit world. Uh-huh. So maybe it's maybe barely at the halfway point or something. Well, that's that's about it for me. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? What's up, guys? I uh, finished Control. <gasps> Control. For you, without like spoiling it, like the new. Uh, I will try. The it's what's it called? That one, uh, Quiet Place. But I didn't spoil the new one. I only spoiled the old one. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. How was it? It was good. Yeah. A lot of just a lot of the lore and a lot of just like the you learn a lot about the bureau is what it's called, mm-hmm. and just a lot of the things. Um, I, I just I thought it was a I thought it was a really good game. There were some issues down towards the end with, um, and, and I had mentioned earlier like the con- control wise some issues that I had mm-hmm. that I felt made the last parts of the game kind of frustrating. And a little bit more difficult than I would have liked. Not yeah. difficult, just frustrating. And having to backtrack certain uh, on, on certain areas or or repeating areas um, that got a little annoying. And that kind of affected how much fun I had towards the end of the game. But I would say, still, all in all, it was a really good game. Um, Remedy does this thing, and every game, like really, it's in every one of their games. Let me guess. You have to follow a blood trail that's super thin, and you can't fall off. What was that one from? That was a Max. But you can like jump, uh, <laughs> jump like way down. There's a more blood trail. You just jump all the way down, and you land on that, and then you, that's how you that. beat it. It was like a dream Max was having. Oh, yeah. I remember the dream sequence. He follows me. like the blood trail, but like it's actually like you can't. You have to stay it, right on or it, or you'll yeah, fall you'll off fall. to the abyss or whatever. Oh. And but some people figured out you can just jump off and land on stuff that's in the bottom. Oh. <laughs> I remember um, trying that one time. Yeah, I did that. But you so, could die actually die too. Yeah, right? you, could yeah, die, yeah. you just gotta land on it perfect. Um no, every remedy game does like this they always have like a the best way for me to explain it is like there's always like a segment in one of their games that is just like a highlight of the game and, and it's usually just great level design, great sound, music usually. I know Alan Wake has a moment in the game that I'll always remember that it was just it went to a specific like uh, it was a song and you mm. do the sequence and it was just I was like oh man this was awesome mm. they did it again towards towards the end of the game you they get a, a Britney se- Spears song on it no not oh. a Britney Spears <laughs> but they do a, they do a segment I'm not even saying that the song they use is great it's nothing it's nothing like it's not a classic or anything like that but it's just so well done the segment is so well done oops I did it again and every classic. person that every person <laughs> anyone who plays this game. <laughs> Anyone who plays Control will know what segment I'm talking about. I, I feel like this segment in the game is going to be what the game, not not that what it's known for, but when you go, oh, did you play that segment, that part? Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, yeah, if you've played the game, if you've gotten far in the game, you'll be like, I know what you're talking about. It's just a great moment, in the, a great a great section of the game that you go through that for me was like, it was so cool to go through that. But yeah. then like afterwards, uh, it got a little frustrating, so it's kind of sucked because you had this really high. You're like, "Wow, what's next?" And then you get to the next towards the end of the game, and it was just kind of like, "Ah, this is a little frustrating, yeah, but yeah. not bad." Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, as much as I like the game, I think those last parts of the game kind of like 
I don't. It didn't kill the game for me, but it definitely knocked it down a couple of points from where I had it. Yeah. Um, and again, it, the, the segments themselves, it just, it just parts of the game that I just didn't, that I had already had an issue with that kind of were just exacerbated by whatever segment, whatever that was. Um, but all in all, I thought good game. Um, you know, really, really solid game. I think people should play it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a highlight story wise and everything. How many hours did it take to beat? Uh, I would say yeah, 10 to 15, maybe. Not bad. Roughly, yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't playing like in huge chunks, but I, mean, I put in some good time. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe fifteen, I'd say. Fifteen. Yeah. That's a bit. Uh, and then after that, after I finished that, I've kind of um, been debating on what I was gonna play next. And then I went ahead and went ahead and put in uh, Devil May Cry Five. And I'm about, I don't know, like four or five segments into the game. You know how they numbers them yeah. as you go through them. Uh-huh. I'm like at the fifth one, I think I am. So I'm still pretty early in the game. Um. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting because like, I was never a huge Devil May Cry fan. Mm-hmm. I played some of the, the older games. Uh, I didn't play four. I really I think I played the demo of four, and that was it. Uh, three, I played some. I don't even think I played the first one. Maybe I played. Maybe it was the second one I didn't play. I'm not sure, but I, a couple other ones I didn't even really mess like I, with. I know two you could skip. Okay, I, it was probably two because I think I did play the first one and then probably skipped the second one and played a little bit of the third one. And then, yeah. So, coming into five, um, they do a nice cool little thing where it kind of gives you... I like the rundown of the story if you haven't really played the other games. Yeah. This was cool. Um, then I got going in the game and right away I just... It, I was having nothing, no huge issues, but it just... I didn't care for some of the default settings with the controller, uh, camera speed, I had some issues with. It was really weird because like the camera's speed for turning left and right and up and down, they're all set the same. Mm-hmm. Like they're all they're at, at, a, at the same default setting, but turning left to right felt way quicker than turning the camera up and down. And it was a mm-hmm. weird thing yeah. where I had to pretty much lower the speed. It was almost too fast for me, my preference left and right so i had to lower the speed of the camera and up the speed of the camera left to right and up the speed of the camera up and down okay you're using that more than left and right just to for it to feel right it just Uh didn't feel natural like to feel even yeah it was uneven and it it was something that was really bothering me early in the game so i i kind of got it fixed i don't know if i'm dead set with where i have it at right now like this is perfect but it's much better yeah um another issue i had was just button placement like mm-hmm. uh for anyone that plays like on the on the playstation um they set the melee attack to triangle which to me was really awkward x is your jump button and i would have thought well square should be your me- your melee button and they put it at triangle and square was actually your your long range weapon like either the gun or, or and, I, and i was just like yeah that didn't feel good at all like it's a three button system but I was like, I don't know. With most games, action games like that, I always figure like you, you you'd want to have your your melee button or your your hack square and slash X. button. Yeah, like a square, and they did opposite, and that was something else I had to change. And, and then I had to change it again 
when I reached a new character because it changes it for the character you're playing. But then when it moves you to another segment with a different character, it goes back kind of like to default. So I had to, well, not the camera, but the, the buttons. Mm-hmm. So I had to change it again. I was, I was playing, I was playing the second character. I, it didn't dawn on me for whatever reason. It didn't click that it was because I was playing the second character, which is V. Yeah. Which is a very interesting character. Like mm-hmm. how you use him is very different. And I couldn't understand, but because he's so different, I couldn't understand. Like I was like, something. I was like, something's up with that. And then I realized, oh yeah, it's his attacks are kind of in the same vein, but they were swapped too. It's like, oh, it, it, it took him back for them. So I had to switch the buttons on that again too. Yeah. Um. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a good game. It is a good game. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm having so far. I'm just. It's not. Outside of that stuff, it's not grasping me. It's not really pulling me in. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think I said earlier uh, with us, I was like, it kind of just makes me want to play Bayonetta. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not bad though. Like I understand, I see it what it's for, and it's a good yeah. game. It's a great game. Like it's an action game. I can see why people love it. It's just for some reason not connected. I know this is gonna sound fucking pretty bla- almost blasphemous, but I was digging the DMC remake more than I was mm-hmm. f- this than I am five so far. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the the because fr- I know that I think. It was interesting because I think DMC was like a 30 frames per second game. Yeah. Uh, and the speed and everything, the weight of all the attacks felt, that felt good to me. And whereas now that I'm playing this one, I think it's a 60 frames. And then the weight of the attacks feel a little off to me, like compared as, as opposed to something like that or a Bayonetta. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised that I'm not enjoying this more. Um, but again, so far it's good. And I'm, I'm still... I. I still want to play. I'm still playing it, but I'm just, yeah, it's just one of those things where I don't know if really that, and I think I said that before when we were talking about the series, like I was more of a Bayonetta fan, like that kind of style, as mm-hmm. opposed to Devil May Cry, and I'm saying like, I, I get why, but I still want to give it more time, you know, and, and there's some really cool movements though. Um, yeah. It's very addicting to try to get that score, that triple S score, yeah. you're stylish, you know. There are times, and that's another thing too, like there's times where I'm just chaotically like, I don't really even think I'm pushing like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'll randomly get like an S rank and be like, huh, the fuck I locked that down. You know what I mean? Or yeah, yeah. yeah there were a couple of times where once I kind of started getting the going and like I'm getting going with the controls and changing it up, there were definitely a few moments where I was just kind of like, like I was like, wow, this feels good. Mm-hmm. Especially using, um, for, I think it's Nero, right? Yeah. He's got that grappling hook. I'm still confused how to use the whole the devil trigger system. Like I'm playing this game and it's explaining to me, but I feel like there's a lot of things um, to take in and to learn and to like to be able to really understand it all. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say that the tutorial system is bad. I just maybe it's just me mm-hmm. not getting it all in. Mm-hmm. Like the use of the hand. There's some things about that where like. Yeah, it's 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 That's more of like me. the hand is um, depending on what uh, pickup you get. Each hand has a different thing, and like and how you can go through. You can you can use the hand, and there's attacks. And then if you hold a button down, you can use a super attack. But then it uses the hand, and just yeah. Like, so it charges huh. that hand. You can use a special type of attack, but then it it destroys that hand and switches over to your next one. So that's something where like you like I, I found myself not really having to use that special attack in moments. Yeah, because I, I stuck with like two or three hand types and I'm like, oh, shit, I have this one. Cool. And there's one that launches you so you can be in the air and then it just shoots. Boom. And you get like that extra jump in the air. Uh. But then there's um 
there's that one. The first one is it's kind of like the electric hand push. Yeah, like, boom. That's the one. But if if you hold that down, it it's just like a concentrated a giant, like, beam. Yeah, beam, and then it explodes. Yeah. Uh, once you get more into different uh, hand attachments, there's a cool one where you can actually uh, shoot rockets out, and then you can ride your, the rocket. Oh, that's so, cool. It's pretty neat. But so yeah, it's it's very. You're basically getting a new move every time you get a new hand for for that that yeah. placement. So it's just it's a very it's an interesting game. Uh, it gets it's it's filled with action. You know, it looks great. It's you know, and I'm but I'm just yeah. I don't know if I'm really. It's just something about it's not clicking with me. Also, like the um, yeah. I don't know. Like I guess maybe these are how the other games go. I don't know. But like having the lock on button to lock on to an enemy and attack them, like a specific one. It has it at R one, and I was like, why wouldn't you use the R two? The R two is the button that's more natural. Like. It's what you want to push. Why would you put it on R1? That's another thing I swapped up. I'm like, why would you not use that? I don't know. Just button placement. You know, again, it's and it's all stuff that's customizable. So it's not really... Yeah. You know, it's not big, but... I was just like, they're the base control scheme. Is it, is it more like you're just used to... Not like Bayonetta, but like as in a game that's similar... It's placed here, so I played this. I don't know. Like, just no, probably. I'm, I'm sure it has something like, to do with that. This is how it was, so I got used to this. Because I noticed with you, and it's, I mean, and, and Bethel too, like, and it's fine. Like, you guys, like, I don't like where this is button, pl- where the placement is. I'll change it. And me, it's just more for a game. I'll be like, what it, what they want to have it as, I'll, I'm going to leave it. Very few, very such a little few times I've actually been like, this fucking feels way off. Like, I didn't like it, but I still never change it. I, th- I want to say I did it to, like, one or two games. But usually at times, I'll just learn to... This game is made this way, and the button placements are here. Where I might pay, play a game that's similar, and it, and their buttons are swapped. You know, like, well, like the thing for I, this game I, though for is me, like, technically I just leave it. I just tur- for, I just learn to to use it. For me, like when you look at the control scheme, like uh, and a lot of the times they don't even use all the buttons. There's there's like three buttons on the cons on the controller yeah. that that are unused. So when I look at it, I'm like. You know, it could be, yeah, it, it could be me, but then why leave so many empty buttons? Well, even even if it is you, it doesn't matter because that's how you like stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying Which you're... Is, and it's totally customizable. I'm not saying you're wrong, you know? Yeah, and it's, and it's totally customizable. So, like, I think it's, I you know, in the end, it's fine. It's not like I'm forced to play this way. I was able to change yeah. it. I just think it's I just interesting because, like, you know, whenever I play a game, usually it's, like, how I always vision an action game. It's, like, your jump button is right next to your melee button. Yeah. You know? Like right across from it, not across from it. Um, or right X to the side. Square. Well, it's a, so it's having like the an, having the gun or your 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 projectile uh, weapon next to the jump button, and then your your melee your melee button above your jump just seems not intuitive to, yeah. for me. Yeah. You know, like could I get used to it? Sure, but yeah. I would just like oh, I'll just change it and just well, get to, get more to the what I like to do. It's like the thing in, in Japan, button placements are different because. Circle is enter and X is cancel. Mm. So that's just how it is. Yeah. So it's just like they swap it here for whatever reason. I don't know what the main reason was. But I remember the first time Could I encountered that. that was Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And I would hit X and it would get me out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did, what? Oh, it's circle. They never changed it for Metal Gear. And yeah. I think some games some still them, keep, yeah. some games keep it. But that's what's weird. It's like in Japan, circle is enter, X is ex- exit, where ours is is enter is flipped X over. and it's flipped over. So for whatever reason, I don't know. Yeah. So it's yeah, strange, I'm gonna. Uh, did I'm you gonna get g- fat? You you got past that first big ass demon, right? Yeah. That's where I. That's where I stopped. Wait, was there a game that came out around that time? 
I'm pretty After sure that? I don't remember. Was it was it Resident Evil? No. Huh? No, Resident Evil was first. Before, okay. Yeah. I, dude, I don't know why. I, I stopped playing it. I, I don't know why though. Mm-hmm. I think I don't. I don't know, but <laughs> but I felt the same way. Like I, it's something about the Devil May Cry games that it's it's hard to kind of get into for me. Yeah, and I like I said, like it's just. You know, and I, I, I can, I can uh, appreciate them for what they are. They're great action games. They are, and yeah. it's a great. Yeah. Thus far, I mean, like I'm, I'm playing it. I'm like, it's still a really good action game. It is. It's just something about it that's not clicking all the way for me. Um, but I'll keep playing, and I think it, over time I'll, I'll get used to it. But like, yeah, I think I'm just more. It's a different style of game. I think I just gotten so used to the Bayonetta style, and even DMC, which people. You know, a lot of Devil May Cry purists hated. I was like, I think this game's great, and I yeah. dug how no, it, it did good. things. Um, Enjoy it. And it, but it was de- it definitely felt like having only played the demo of Devil May Cry Four, comparing that to DMC, I was like, oh yeah, it's different. There's a huge difference there in how Ninja Theory did things mm-hmm. as opposed to like Capcom and how they they go about it. So five is, from what I can t- feel, five feels more like four, like just what I can remember of the demo. But I'm still like, I'm still having fun. Like it's still fun and yeah. it's still like moving along the story. And the story's. It's kind of interesting. It's just you know, it's it's a lot to take in because I don't know all these. Like I don't really know the whole story. Even hearing that background story about everything, I'm like, okay, let's just see where this goes. But like, uh, I appreciate games with you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm an old school like, play a section, get a boss, and I can appreciate that about DMC like Devil May Cry mm-hmm. Five. Like you play a section, you get a boss, you fight that boss, you know, and you know, win or lose, you you you, you try again or or yeah. whatever. Uh, so I like that. You know, it's still something I enjoy. So I'm going to continue with it for a while, for sure. But, um, yeah, no, it's, that's pretty much where I'm at, uh, what I've been doing. Jesse, what's up? Crackdown 3, baby. Woo! What? Yeah, I got, I got Crackdown 3 for, for five bucks. You paid for it? <laughs> I paid for it, five bucks. Why? I just was like, you know what? Five bucks. How much is Game Pass a, right now? It is exclusive. You probably uh-huh. could have gotten Game Pass for like three months and just played it through that. I just wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So like I downloaded it, uh, I installed it, and it's weird. It installed the main game and then this record record crew pack thing, and like when you when you select the game, it goes to your downloads and says which one do you want. I was like, what the fucking game? And then I just did the main story, and then it says it has record crew selection there. So I'm like, why did it do that? It's weird. Anyway, Crackdown Three is what Crackdown One should have been, but it stuck back in 2000. Six is when that came out, or two thousand seven? I don't know. No, 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 it wasn't six. When was Crackdown? Anyway, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I don't know when when Crackdown came out. It's Crackdown. That's it. That's all I could say. Yeah. It was you know five bucks. Whatever. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just Crackdown. It's it's no it's no better. It's stuck in the past. And Terry Crews is um. Terry Crews is a. Uh, charismatic as 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 always and you can choose to be him but like i was thinking why wouldn't you not be terry cruz yeah but he dies right away so basically a long story short it's like terry cruz is pumping everybody up it's like we're gonna go ragtag that that and someone bombs bombs them or bombs a city part and it fucking completely destroys them and terry cruz just like "Ah," and he dies and then you that's when you choose which character you want to be and they revive you so then you're pretty much not tiny Terry Crews, but not as buff Terry Crews. <laughs> uh, so as you go, well, I mean, or whatever character you choose, mm-hmm. then you go start collecting the orbs and stuff. That's the thing that Crackdown does cool, well. 
It is always that did. If you just want to listen to a podcast and run around the city to collect orbs, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And then like kick or kill enemies because all I'm doing is meleeing enemies to boost up your strength. But it's like it's as a game, it's stuck in the past. I, I um, think that that's the issue though. Like yeah. that's cool. Like what you're saying yeah. right there. Like if you just want to put on a podcast yeah. and collect orbs and beat things up, it's a great game. Correct. Unfortunately, at, at that time, it was the only game that did that. Yeah. Now there's, there's so a lot of more. games that do that and actually do it either as well or much better. Hundred percent. And so, like, that's huh? not to Breath say that the there's wild. not a market for Crackdown. Like, if you're a huge Crackdown fan and you want to, I feel like if you're a huge Crackdown fan and you want to relive Crackdown one, Crackdown three is great, right? But here's yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But here, here's the difference between why Crackdown three is better than Breath of the Wild, right? Because in Breath of the Wild, <laughs> what the a, hell? You gave me a face. What? <laughs> you know why? Because okay. in Breath of the Wild, yeah, you can go off and do anything and, and do your do collect things, go search things, explore, right? But the difference between that and Crackdown is that when you're playing Breath of the Wild, you don't want to listen to a podcast because you want to hear everything and experience everything. <laughs> Where Crackdown, you don't give a fuck if a story segment's happening. If someone's talking, you're like, I don't fuck, I'm collecting that shit. It does like. Cause that's sometimes in games I'll listen to a podcast. I go, oh shit, I gotta turn this off because I need to hear this or some cool music yeah. or the soundtrack. Crackdown, you don't have to worry about anything, baby. Yeah. Just just fucking play your music or your podcast as loud as you want and just fucking. Run but you around. know what? And you know what though? That's but it's crazy that you said that. But sometimes that's okay. That's fun. That's actually cool. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, can appreciate yeah. that of a game where you're just like, I don't give a fuck what's going on. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I I know what I gotta yeah. do in this game. Yes. I don't care how I don't care about the story of how to get there because I've already done this before. I know exactly what I'm doing. Let me be and let yeah. me do it. Yeah. And sometimes like a, that's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it's funny because some some games like some really well made games trip over themselves, yeah. making you have to stop or listen to a part or, yeah. or you know like yeah. like you play a segment and then there's a cutscene and you play a segment and you're cutscene like son of a bitch. Can I just can you stop fucking the flow of this game up? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. For what it is, like what you're saying about Crackdown, I, I kind of figured that's what it was. Mm. It it's, was like, it's like the Netflix movie of the movie premiere, like a yeah, Netflix movie yeah, premiere yeah. is really what it felt like. So you're right, for $60, hell no. No, but nothing. when you put that game in the context of Game Pass, oh, fantastic. and you go, wow, Game Pass is fucking great. Yeah. I can just throw yeah. this on and fucking fuck around with this. That sounds great. I could, it, I could it play really does feel, yeah. I never wanted to buy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but you know, and the good, the cool thing about Game Pass is not exactly, it's not just that because you get good games. I mean, there's a lot yeah, of good yeah, stuff that yeah. you get. So it's like, but you know, when you get a game like Crackdown, it definitely tells, it makes you go, do you want to buy this game for 60 bucks or do you want to get a pass for Game Pass? It's like, oh fuck, I can play this with Game Pass? Yeah. And a bunch of other really good games? Yeah. Let me get the Game Pass then, because I just... Yeah. Game Pass is cool for like those games where you're like, let me see how fucking stupid this game is. <laughs> uh-huh. But then it's also fun to know that you're still going to get the next Halo or the next yeah. Gears. They all come with it. So it's like, fuck, man. It's like the best of both worlds, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like you're saying like, uh, like that's what sports it's games almost, are for me. Like, I it's almost to too good. Like it's almost too good to be true. Like Microsoft is gonna fuck this up yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now, before you start freaking out, I'm not saying that Breath of the I, Wild I isn't good. It was a weird thing for you to not, say, though. Not you, not you. I've been talking about people who are listening because the next thing I'm gonna get is like hate so mail. Crackdown Three is better. Hate, hate mail yeah. is what you're gonna get. Yeah. Death threats. No, 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 no. Crackdown Three is not good, but like <laughs> it's it works where it usually works is. I think for the price is good. Yeah, for the Five price bucks. it's good. I probably spent a dollar more than I should have, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it just not a game that changed. That's weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know? Uh, another game I did pick up, I always heard of the series, never played it. Um, but then they released it. <laughs> And then they released it on Switch, and then I saw that they had a physical version, so I ordered that. Now, this is just stuff I heard that, oh, it's good, it's good. But when I got it and played through it, I have to agree. It was actually really fucking fun, and I beat it like in the past like three days. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this series, Joe. The Ninja Saviors Return of the Warriors. It's like a shoot. It's like an action game, right? It's a it's a beat 'em up. Yeah, so, I heard of it. I never played it. So it originally came out as the Ninja. Warriors, uh, back in the arcades, if you remember, I have like a vague memory of it, never played it. It was a three television length beat em up, and you're pretty much just a robotic ninja fighting, and you have like all these military guys coming, and you're, you're killing them, right? And then they made a version for the Super Nintendo, better graphics, but it's only a single player game. And then, you know, as time went on, legal legal reasons why it, could, it had to be called the Ninja Saviors because the Ninja Warriors is like the trademark and another thing. Um, this one's for the Switch at 16 by 9. Updated graphics, but nothing like, oh, 3D graphics. But it's nice, like, sprite-based gameplay. Man, honestly, as when it comes to beat-em-ups, I think, like, the top of the top of the top is Streets of Rage 2. Mm-hmm. Hands down. As, as long as I've been playing beat-em-ups... Streets of Rage 2 is, like, up there. Then, like, for me, next would probably be, like, freaking uh, River City Girls. But, honestly, the, the Ninja Saviors, it's right there. It's, like, really close. That It was really fun because it made me keep going. I wanted to keep playing. So, it's simple. It's You have simple attacks. You have simple moves that you can do. And I have fun with, like, games where, especially, like, when we're playing, like, Resident Evil 5. And I'm not saying that was fun. But as in, like, let's cheese this. Yeah. There's... There's ways where games where you can cheese it and it's still fun, but there's games where you're like, you cheese it, but it's boring. Does that, does that yeah. make sense? Um, but yeah, yeah, no, the Ninja Saviors, is, it was really, it's a really fun beat em up. And, and going through each level, like when, you, when I went through the first one, when you get to the end boss of that area, this first stage, at first I kept dying and dying and dying, but I noticed I kept continuing. I didn't just kind of stop and say like, fuck this, this is stupid. A few times I was just like, fuck, I don't want to play anymore, but I, I kind of want to see if I could try to beat him. I would keep going, I would keep going, I would keep going, then I figured it out, killed that main boss, and then every stage till there, I started like, oh, okay, I understand this, how the, how the fighting combat is, because it's basically like two buttons, you have your attack, your swipes, and then also if you just go up to the enemy, it'll automatically grab, and I didn't know this till later, but you can, if you hit forward and throw, you can throw them, throw them in the air, or throw them... Like on the ground, so you have different types of moves, and then if you if you're just walking, you can also block attacks too. So there'll be some enemies that'll shoot, and then you can you can block their attacks. Certain swipe leg swipes they'll get you, and then you build up a meter. And when you build up that meter, you can kind of do a special attack that kind of blows everything up and knocks out the whole enemies that are in your way. So you can keep going. But what I liked what I liked about the Ninja Saviors is how. It has simple button combination movements, and a lot of that is dictated by where you move the stick. So certain things where you jump above them, but if you hit down and then the attack button, then you'll kind of do a second jump over the enemy, and then you'll swipe under. Certain characters will do that. You're one, the main female character does that, where she'll swipe under. 
But then when you get the heavy, I ended up changing to a, the heavy duty um, character that you can play. Far stronger, and he has a wider range of taking people out. And I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And some of his moves are like he'll grab and fucking toss people really far. So that shit is like, it's a different change of pace when you use different um, characters. Um, but that, that was just really, I don't know. For me, I just had a good time because the different ways where it's simple button combinations, but you can do a lot. Certain enemies, you'll have your standard soldiers, and then you'll have like giant big-ass robots that will come after you, and you can't do anything from the front. But if you jump behind them, then you attack them from where they're vulnerable. So a lot of different enemies have either different tells or different weaknesses. So that was really fun. And going through the eight stages, um, and I had fun each and every time, and some, it gave me something different. So that was really cool. It wasn't until like the final boss... I couldn't figure out what the fuck to do because they just keep throwing enemies at you. Mm. And I'm like, what do, I, what do I do? And I had to look it up. I was like, what do I do? And then it said like, oh, you have to toss them at, at the bad guy who's behind the, the glass. I'm like, how the fuck do I do that? And I tried everything. I was tossing nothing, nothing, nothing. Then I figured out it wasn't until the end because it's, it's a beat-em-up. And a beat-em-up, you're just learning things as you go. It doesn't tell you, hold the left stick, yeah. right, to do that. It was, oh, I had to toss them up to hit them in the glass. Oh, and then once I figured that out, it got easier. you know. Yeah. But, but once you beat that, it unlocked a whole new character that was never made for the game. So oh, now nice. you have a new character that kind of has like cool. arms that extend and stuff. But uh, as a beat-em-up, Ninja Saviors is up there. Like I, yeah. I went through that game. I, I well, didn't get bored. I kept going. Like how you describe it sounds like a lot different than any other uh, beat-em-ups. Because a lot of beat-em-ups, you just fucking run, just hack and slash. And like yeah. there's more strategy to it. Like certain, certain characters, you get like, you got to figure out how to fight them. Oh, but don't get me wrong. I could cheese it where if I yeah. get everyone in a corner, I'll just keep swiping <laughs> on the floor. And I'll yeah. swipe, 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 swipe. Um, but yeah, I want to play it. Honestly, I want to play this with you two-player because you can do that. It, Mm-hmm. It seems really fun yeah. to me. Well, it, yeah, the two-player seems really fun, but already beating it, it opens up hard mode, and to unlock the last character, so you get a total of four, you have to beat it in hard mode. Oh, okay. So, like, but yeah, no, honestly, like the Ninja Saviors was just a... I'll get this. <laughs> it, it, it looks cool, and I was really surprised, because at first I thought, like, Oh, okay. It's gonna be cool. It's a physical version of it because you can download. It's like twenty bucks download. I think it's thirty dollars for the physical. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, no, yeah, I'll just get it. Whatever, no big deal. And I was really surprised. Like, I had fun. I beat it today. Like, uh, it was yeah. I was I had a good time with it. Yeah. It was really fun. It's it's a good one. And now the original arcade, the three, the three television one that they have, you can download it on PS4 or the Nintendo Switch. And they have filters to make it look like the tube televisions oh, yeah. and how some of them would be divided. Like split, yeah, yeah. Or some of the screens would like get all yellowed. Yeah. Like they have that mimicking that's that cool. image. <laughs> so I kind of want to, and that's not even that expensive, like eight bucks. So I kind of want to get those. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it it, it kind of like, it, do you ever get that moment where you, you play a game or, or you play something and you go, fuck, this is actually really cool. And like not a lot of people know about it, so it's like I found something that was really awesome. Yeah, but it does have a cult following for yeah. it. Um, but no, yeah, nin- the the Ninja Saviors, I recommend it. If you like beat 'em ups, that's probably one of my one of my more favorite beat 'em ups. Like right up there with Streets of Rage two and and River City Girls. Do you have any recommendations if you like pina coladas? Pina coladas. Uh, I've never. I don't um, think I've had a pina colada. Uh. 
don't think I have. Or getting pina colada blood caught in the rain. Caught in the rain. Yeah. If you're not in yoga, do, the, do they have? Like, do you have half of a brain? If you like making out at midnight or making love, at midnight? making love at midnight. You like making love at midnight? Getting caught in the rain. <laughs> if you're not in the okay, yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. It looks like Sony's movie adaptation of Naughty Dog's popular adventure series, Uncharted, has hit another hurdle, with the production losing its most recent director, Travis Knight. As reported by Deadline, a scheduling conflict has arisen due to star Tom Holland's Spider-Man duties. And as such, the Bumblebee director will no longer be able to helm the upcoming adventure flick, which follows the youthful exploits of series protagonist Nathan Drake. Knight is the sixth director to leave Uncharted Project since its initial announcement, following exits from Dan Transberg and Sean Levy. The film remains scheduled to go ahead as planned, with Holland and co-star Mark Wahlberg still attached. However, it is looking very unlikely that the film will meet its scheduled December 2020 release date. <coughs> a lot of directors you know who might be available who Uwe Boll Uwe Boll yeah just give it to him, make him what about McG oh McG fuck yeah McJiggy yeah like like man I mean I get the idea of uh, I mean I know they want to do an Uncharted and 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 you know like the idea seems like a pretty like it's like a no brainer but at this point I would just be like yeah it's a fucking it's cursed do it. <laughs> yeah you really don't have to do it the game pretty much did it enough you know what yeah I mean? yeah it's yeah. It, it gets to the point where it's like I don't think it's gonna please any fans. Any also, like, I mean, I, I, I'm more curious to see. Now, I know there's all this like everyone's leaving or directors leaving, and it's yeah. scheduling conflicts, and they want to be able to start working now. I understand that, but I'm just more curious. Like, will a Indiana Jones style type of movie work? Like, yeah, there you have. I think when Hollywood tries to cater to. Or think that, oh yeah, this is a huge video game property. Those people are going to watch this movie. That's unlikely. Just make a movie that's entertaining for everyone or that will, will you know, like make people go, oh, this is like Indiana Jones. I want to go watch this. And then you, they find out later. It's like, oh, it's based on a video game? You know, like don't try to market it as the video game movie. Just, yeah. you know, market, make a good movie that people, anyone wants to go see. I always think that's the... Uh, you know, they're not going to be able to get away from that. It's, I understand that. But WWE 2K20 was struck by a Y2K-like bug on January 1st, 2020 that made the game unplayable for a number of players. As Kotaku reports, a number of players found that they couldn't access WWE 2K20 once they entered the new year due to a bug kicking in when the game detected that the year is 2020. One YouTuber demonstrated issues with the PS4 version of 2K20, showing that whenever they tried to start playing any of the game modes from the main menu, a system error would occur and the game crashed. One player found a temporary fix by turning back their system's clock to 2019, 
which seems to confirm that the cause of the bug was the 2020 date. Publisher 2K became aware of the issue early on and within a few hours tweeted that the bug should be fixed once the game has been restarted. The 2K, this 2K20 game, just if, if it's anything, it's either every week or at least every two weeks that there's something about this fucking game. I, I would say, like, it doesn't help the overall rep of the game. No, no, no. But this is one of those things that could happen to any game. Like, yeah. it really is. I'm not trying to, like, like give them, like, Shit. ease up on them. Like, you know, I'm not trying to go easy on them. Because they did deliver. It, it was a shitty game, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, this thing... The 2020 thing, you know, you never know. That could happen to anybody. Mm. But unfortunately for them, like, they've already got all this other shit. It's already been a bad start and everything. And of course, this happens to them. It's like, yeah, (laughs) might as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing is it's just crazy that it's always happening to them. I mean, that's what they get. Yeah, there's a really cool uh, uh, Matt Musculus on YouTube. He did a, a what happened for 2K20, oh, yeah, yeah. and you, I, I sent that video to you guys. I, I yeah. recommend watching that. It's really, good. It's really it, like interesting to find out like, oh, this is why it went wrong, and it's just crazy for companies like WWE or or even companies just making the game like 2K, just being no, we need to have an annual game, put it out, even if they were like, hey, this isn't, we can't figure this shit out. Who cares? Like just the the audacity that they have to just be like, well, no, they'll just buy it. You know, so Respawn Entertainment CEO and co-founder will soon be taking on a new role under the EA umbrella as head of Dice LA. The change will happen in 2020, and Zappella says a studio name change and unannounced games are already in car in the cards. Under Zappella, there are plans to expand and launch an original, as yet unrevealed game. The LA Times reports, the company will remain separated from Respawn, and Zappella says likely will drop the Dice name. It's unknown at this time that what Dice LA will be renamed as. The studio has often served as a support studio for Dice in Stockholm, Sweden, where the company was originally founded. Zappella says that with a new studio name, he wants to give the developers a new image. We want people to say, this is a destination you can go and make new content. As for Respawn, Zappella is still head of the studio. However, the different branches of Respawn are being overseen by different members of the leadership team. Stig. Director of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will oversee the narrative-driven branch. Apex Legends will be overseen by Chad Grenier and Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, the new VR game, is being overseen by Peter Hirschman. So it's kind of cool that they're not just going to close the DICE studio and people are losing their jobs. They're at least keeping it, you know, changing the name and then working on the new IP. So that means those people get a job. Maybe, maybe some people did get fired. I don't know. Yeah. But it's better news than what we got a lot last year of just like this studio closed or that studio closed. Yeah. So Zappella, like he, he, you know, with what he did with Respawn and hopefully with this, it's it just seems like maybe and I'm hoping that like he's just has more ear to EA like, hey, we can do this. This is more profitable. Let's not do this. Let's do that. I don't know what do you guys think. It's it's better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. But I mean, still like, you know. I just like you bring up dice and everything like that, and it's like I always just think of like hickory dickory duck. Your goddamn no, I was thinking about that dice. Oh, goddamn frostbite engine. Jack and yeah. Jill went up the hill. Mm-hmm. Actually, you guys hear about the? I'm just throwing a little extra tidbit. Like you hear about the like ever since the Witcher the Witcher show came out on Netflix. The oh, game like, sold really well, yeah, right? Like, yeah. really fucking come back. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And I know people at my at the gym that have been like telling me like, hey man, I. Uh, 
I started playing Witcher Three, and they're like, "It's good." I'm like, "That's been good. It's a, it's a, it's yeah, a good." It's I mean, good I didn't game. get very far in it, but I was like, "It's a good game." Yeah. I but wonder I just how it was so cool. I wonder how this will do for uh, Cyberpunk. Like, hey, if you like The Witcher and you like how their probably games are, good, probably gonna help them a lot. And this actually. one has fucking has fucking has fucking and yeah, Keanu. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I even had uh, I had a coworker who, who he likes. He's read The Witcher books and he's played the games and he's just like, I love the show. And I have had a lot of people tell me they like the show and, and they're like, have you seen it yet? And I'm like, oh, I just haven't had time yet. But I do want to watch it. There was yeah. no there was no reason for me not to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. But, yeah. you know, I hear if anything, one complaint, they I think they kind of just throw you into it. So you're just kind of like, yeah, oh, what's right going here. on? But even he was just like, no, you, it's it's still cool. And I think that's what brings people to like, oh, now I want to try the game. I want to play this. Sucks I want to do that. Win, yeah. So that's cool. It's cool how that type of entertainment branches off, you know, in that way. So that's cool. PlayStation president and CEO Jim Ryan took on the stage at CES 2020 to finally unveil the long-awaited PlayStation 5 logo. During the Sony CES keynote event, Ryan shared some notable milestones for the PlayStation 4 before taking up the company's next-gen console. Other than confirming the previously known holiday 2020 release window, Ryan shared the logo for the PlayStation 5. If you're not familiar with it already, the PlayStation 5 logo is similar to that of the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4, except with the five numerals in place of the 3 and the 4. Much like the name of the console, the logo is a natural progression of Sony's console evolution. Ryan also confirmed that Sony will be sharing more details about the PlayStation 5 in the future, but considering it's, the, it's only January, that leaves the whole calendar year open to potential PlayStation 5 role events. What'd you guys think of the PlayStation 5 logo? It uh, looks a lot like the PlayStation 4. And the PlayStation 3. The PlayStation 3 logo. I mean, PlayStation 1 was different, 2 was different, 3 was the Spider-Man font, Yeah. and then they changed it the to PS. PS3. And then four kept the same thing, and five kept the same thing. So they're they are keeping those three are similar, three kind of because they changed it at the end. They're bringing back backwards compatibility I, for the I, PS3. What? Well, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. To me, it was just kind of like, oh, that's. I mean, okay, mm-hmm. the logo. Yeah, it's nothing different. Yeah, I don't know why. Hey guys, look, it's. We got the logo, and it's like, oh. all right. Oh. I could have done that just to show us your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do the PlayStation 6 logo, and it's the same thing. Right. Is this what it's going to look like? Someone's like, hey, guys, don't worry. They show the PlayStation 9 logo. <laughs> when the PlayStation 9 happens, do you think that they're going to keep that logo nah. for the commercial? That'd be cool. I mean, fuck, I don't know. Well. Might as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's well. Do you think they'll do a special orb version of the console? But like, it, of course, it won't be that small. It'll probably be like bigger than that. Exclusive thousand units. Sony PlayStation Series A, Series Nine. <laughs> also, on the conference, they were showing like information we already know, like solid solid state drive, mm. this, this, and that. Teraflops. Teraflops, but I mean, something you were kind of bringing up. Earlier, Joe was like, um, "When do you think they'll start announcing stuff? Solid, solid announcements." I mean, my gut instinct says E3 is the time, but now, now it seems like so, since Sony and Microsoft have their own their own kind of like conferences, like they do their own thing. Uh-huh. 
I would probably say before E3, we're going to hear more through their own official channels. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then by the time E3 comes around, I would expect them just to show off more of what they already, of the same stuff that they already, they've already shown. Yeah. <clears throat> and then maybe if anything, we get a release date by then, that'd be like the only special thing. And then they just continue to slowly show us things through their own channels. That interesting thing that I told you earlier about the Series 1X, that rumor that I saw online uh, was I had read something saying that there's a possibility of no exclusives for the Series 1X, Series X, or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, for probably the first two years, which would mean that it's 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 place in, in their... They want to go with a completely scalable... Um, like system for their games where like they can be played on all where consoles. no one's left out. Exactly. Um, which is cool in some aspects, but like you had mentioned, may not be the best move for them if they're looking to drive sales of the, you know, unit sales of the Series X since they're like, well, I can get this game on the lower console. Why would I want to upgrade? So, yeah, I don't know like what their game plan is, their, their game plan really is. But I mean, you know, they did the Xbox. I was thinking about they did the Xbox One X, and I mean, we haven't heard. It's not a big, gigantic seller, but it's just an option, another high-end option for people if you want that kind of gameplay. Yeah. I mean, they may be marketing the Series One X as an even more higher-end. I mean, they've already they showed that chip that with the 8K logo on it. I mean, it looked all fancy and stuff. But I was like, you know, even when you saw that, it's like, well, obviously, you're showing up the fact that it's 8K you know compatible or you know or maybe like you said they're future proofing but I, I why think, show why even bother showing right now i mean because I, I, I think it's for that reason is to future <clears throat> it's for it's for both sony and microsoft to future proof their consoles so we don't know what's going to happen in the next three years if if 8k becomes if 8k becomes the norm you know, maybe sooner than we think. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, for all we know, maybe not. Maybe 4K is going to be around for another, like... I think it is. It'll be the main... Fa- I agree, too, but... Because like, there's not even... There's no... Like, there, there's not even... Nothing's even really... Very, very little broad... Any broadcasting being done that's in actual 4K. Yeah. Like, I think that's still a thing where, like, we haven't even gotten but do any you, of But do you think, though... Because we don't even have... Yeah, we like you said, we don't have any broadcasting in 4K... So that will leave other things. Do you think there could be a game that pushes people into getting for uh, 8K TVs? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know what? This game you have is 4K and 8K. You don't have to have an 8K TV. But ho, 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 this new one is fucking 8K. Now, again, like, what else, yeah, I don't, is, I don't, like, what the, else is going to push it? You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, like, but it's also like you're like the law of diminishing returns. Like, you add all those pixels, you, you're probably, you know, we're getting to that point where it's harder to see unless you have a gigantic screen. So, you uh, know, it's... 100%, I agree. I, all I'm saying is, like, what is going to push 8K? I don't know. Like, like what pushed 4K? Porn. <laughs> no, no, but you get Nothing, re- you know, that's the thing. Nothing really pushed it. It was just the term 4K. Because no one 4K, cares. 4K, yeah. Any, no one cares right now anymore to buy physical movies yeah. anymore. Yeah, but like, so everything's going to streaming. And I don't think I don't think it's games too. Don't get me wrong. Like, it didn't hurt though. Like you could game in 4K, new, you wanted that. You if know? you want the 4K, I, I'm going to say 4K gaming is more influential than a 4K Blu-ray. I think. I don't know. It didn't yeah. hurt like game. Yeah, I, I would say you're right. Like it, like 4K gaming is 
is definitely like more of a pusher towards oh I want to get a 4K TV than mm-hmm. than uh, than movies are like than video, but like even with the 4K we have now, like the the PS4 Pro, you know, doesn't really even run any. Most of those games aren't in native 4K, so you're not even really getting a 4K image. You're getting that checkerboard thing where yeah. it's like half, you know, like it's like more like 2K. Um, yeah, Xbox One and Xbox One X is 4K. able to do yeah. that. But it was, you know, it's $500 and, you know, I, I don't feel like it, it didn't drive people to buy a, a shit ton of these things, you know? Like, if you have it, you have it. But, like, now, but look if, at, like, just real quick, like, look at the holiday season. I saw the Xbox One X down to, like, 250 at one but, point. But let's say, let's say PS4 Pro was 4K like Xbox One X was. What would it, could it have changed? Because PS4 is... Did way better than than Xbox One this generation. Now, if that unit did have 4K, true 4K like Xbox One X, would we probably have seen more people? Oh yeah, I'm gonna get a 4K TV because I have a system that lets me do 4K and has a 4K Blu-ray player, which we know I, that does. It. I think in the gaming like, in the gaming community, kind of those... like the same thing with with PS2 and DVDs. It, mm-hmm. it fucking expanded DVD sales. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I still think even if PS4 Pro had a 4K Blu-ray player, it I, I think me it's all streaming now. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. But I'm just saying, like, could it have given a push for the games? I'm not talking about movies. I think it could have moved the needle a little bit, like in the pe- yeah. for for actual like tech tech files, like gamers, you know, in that in that area that they would want to push. Like, yeah, I want to get a 4K TV now. Mm-hmm. But your typical person that's just buying a PS4 for games that oh, isn't 100% like that. Agree. Yeah, they would just be the, like, why I've got one? Well, what's the difference? Well, the person who has who, who bought the I want to see the percentage of people who have a 4K TV, have a four a, a system PS4. like a PlayStation Four that can output 4K HDR like a movie. Probably right? aren't even doing it. Or an Xbox One X, none of it's set up, no. and they just see the standard kind of. Oh, this looks amazing in 4K. Yeah. It's like it's not. In they 4K. tell their friends this is in 4K. Look, check it out. Look, it's HDR. It's like you don't even have it set right now, dude. Yeah, you don't it could be HDR like full on just 1080p, yeah. and not what which is fine because that still looks really good. Good, yeah, and a lot of people won't because it still looks good. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. You're looking at. Like a full 1080p image. But like when, when you, you turn at, that on, it looks good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those things like you really, yeah, a lot of people are still clueless. They don't know what they're seeing. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. A lot of people, when they're, when they're streaming a 4K movie, they really like, or on Netflix, something like that, they're like, wow, look at that. Look, it's 4K. If you, you know, when you, and they look at it and you're like, wow, this is 4K. It looks so great. The HDR, the HDR helps. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you can see the HDR in a lot of case, in some cases when you compare, but if you put a 4K up image from, from a, from a streaming like Netflix or Amazon and you actually compare that to like a 1080p Blu-ray that's uncompressed yeah. that's actually pushing it like you won't even tell the difference it's yeah. actually more than likely that 1080p is it, that 4k streaming is probably barely making get, pushing towards that 1080p because of that compression you know so it's like yep. you know that's that's another issue that people don't really realize you know yeah or when what, 720p looked fucking nice. <laughs> yeah. We were watching sports and like, oh, shit, look at the 720p. It's like, no, that's SD. Oh, really? Like, people people would think, oh, because it's a big screen. Yeah. It's a 720p. And it's like, no, it's standard def. You just you put it on this channel. You put it on HD channels. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Kotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.
So this week, every year, at the beginning of the year, we always have a, what are we hoping for, for that year? So 2019 was no different. I listened back to our podcast about what we were hoping to happen in 2019. Some stuff did come to fruition. Some stuff didn't. But I kind of wanted to go through what we talked about. So I was asking each of you guys, like, what did you guys want to see in 2019? Beto, you said you wanted to see more third-party support for Nintendo Switch. And around that time, they announced something Persona R. And you assumed that it was Persona Racing. A racing game, yeah. Because that was what was, was yeah, rumored. Was rumored, yeah. But what do you guys, do you think there was a, a good amount of third-party support? Oh, yeah. I feel like there was. Especially with the, in, I mean, it's an indie game still, but still, I kind of, there was still a good amount of third-party support for, for compared to, like, the previous generation. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah, stuff like The Witcher coming out on the Switch, yeah. and yeah, like there was there was a good amount of, of stuff. Now, then we found out that Persona R, it wasn't racing, it was Royale, which was just new game plus, right? It's like That's a new it's game called? plus type of version with a new character and no more um, uh, Morgana telling you like, oh, it's time to go to sleep. I guess they they cut that out. Oh, really? A lot of it out. That's yeah. cool. So you could just keep playing. Yeah. Nice, Joe. You said you'd like another game like left for dead something like a cooperative game because we had fun with stuff like dead by daylight so in a way it kind of did happen right because wasn't world war z basically left for dead pretty much yeah and and you know i and we didn't play it together no but it got a fan base yeah like there's a lot of people it it exceeded way exceeded any any uh the sales of of what they thought that game was gonna be Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's it's actually doing. It sounds like it's doing really well right now. Yeah. Um, for me, I wanted more companies to be like more competitive and like push to make each other make better games. I don't think that really happened because PlayStation is just like this generation. PlayStation has just been like steaming ahead with with their exclusives and stuff, and then. Yeah. Microsoft just seems to be like, okay, we're, we're gathering studios, so it looks like they're gathering stuff for the newer consoles once mm-hmm. that comes out. Uh, and Nintendo's just doing their own thing, so that, that kind of didn't really happen. Yeah. So around that time, too, I, I ended up mentioning, do, you, do we think that, because at the time, we knew Detective Pikachu was coming out and Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And I was saying, are we finally going to get a good video game movie? I think around that, me and Bethel were just like, yeah, probably Detective Pikachu. And we laughed, you know, about Sonic and all that other stuff. Now, now we know Sonic got delayed due to the trailer announcement of how the character looked. And they they redid it. And they just recently showed the, how the new character model looks. And it looks better, right? Yeah. The movie's probably not going to be good. So that got pushed to 2020. But we did get Detective Pikachu. And it's kind of funny. Today, we kind of talked about it. Me but the like it, Joe. You were like lukewarm on it. Uh, I thought it was. See, that's the thing. Like, is it the best video game movie? Well, like Detective Pikachu is, but it wins by default because there hasn't been that many good ones. And it, I, I felt like it was good. There was just moments in that movie where I was like, eh, I didn't like certain things. But is it the best one? It is so far, but it's not like one where I would, <clears throat> I would like, be like, claim this is the yeah. best ever, and you know. Beto? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but yeah, I was really comparing that 
to any other video game movie. It's like the fucking Godfather because really no no good video game movie. Yeah. Uh, and back to differ. Mortal Kombat was pretty fucking dope. <laughs> Does it hold up? Not really, but still, <laughs> at the time, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's got it's good true. reviews. Yeah. yeah. Then Mortal Kombat. It was campy and fun. Yeah. Mortal Kombat was like the Godfather 2 of uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it was more like the Godfather 3. <laughs> I also kind of mentioned, too, like, do we think there's going to be any type of system announcements? Or is the system going to come out like that, you know, this year or the year of 2019? There was kind of some talks. Like, we, we all agreed there's going to be some announcements, which did happen. Yeah. There was the announcements of PS5 and, and the Xbox Series X. But, Beto, you, you said you were thinking that Sony was actually going to come out with something. You weren't saying the system, but you said something in 2019, which didn't happen. Yeah. But I, I think you, you kind of worded it, though. Like, they're going to come out with something. You know, like, either it's the new console or something like new before 2020 but it didn't happen yeah i don't remember yeah it was uh, like re-listening to it like you mentioned it's like i think they're gonna come out with something but you were you were safe to say like something not specifically a ps5 yeah Yeah. um but what what do you think i know it it was a while ago but what made you think that at that time if you can put yourself back there like in hindsight we know already that nothing really did i don't know no you just felt it in your bones yeah um, then we got into the discussion of Wii U ports. Like, there's still games that seem like they can get ported over to the Switch, and that's been happening, you know, a good couple every every year. So each of us had our own discussion of what we wanted to see ported to the Nintendo Switch. I wanted, you know, not just a Wii U game, but I wanted a Wii game ported. I wanted Tatsunuka vs. Capcom, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, and Persona 4 Golden. And I also said that I want a top-down Zelda Switch game. Alright. Tokyo Mirage Sessions did get announced. It's coming out. When this comes out, it's, it's out in like two days. This episode. Yeah. Tatsunoko vs. Capcom? Nothing. Because the world isn't perfect, as we know. <laughs> Persona 4 Golden? No. We're, we're getting something else. Persona 5 Scramble, which is like the uh, Dynasty Warriors version of Persona they're yeah. going to do. Even re-listening, I completely forgot I said I wanted a top-down Zelda, and that shit happened. <laughs> we got we got a remake of a Link's, uh, Link's Awakening, Awakening. Yeah. so so I got that I got that right. And Tokyo Mirage Sessions, even though it came out this year. Beto, you said you wanted um, Wind Waker, Mario uh, Mario Galaxy One and Two, and you wanted something new from the Beautiful Joe series. Again, the world isn't perfect. No new Beautiful Joe anything. There has been talks, rumors, mm. but nothing concrete. Yeah. Galaxy 1 and 2, that would be amazing, but nothing in Wind Waker. Uh, Joe, you said you wanted just something Mike Tyson's punch out. Mar- you wanted Mario Galaxy 2, but you also said Killer 7, which I thought was in the bag because you mentioned it's out on PC. They'll probably just port it over the Switch, but so far, nothing. Nothing yet. Also, Switch updates. I wanted folders and themes on the Nintendo Switch. Beto wanted Mario to say bye bye when he when you turn off the Switch, kind of like when you close the, the DS. DS yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But hearing all that, like Switch ports and Switch announcements, I don't know what what comes to mind. Hearing our our thoughts of what we wanted to see that they disappointed me by not putting that on the fucking Switch. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to 
hard to say how how they go about deciding which games you know they put out there mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean all in all i mean i didn't see anything come up but i'm not it's not like surprising you know what i mean yeah so hmm. it's also kind of I, I think you guys have heard like tokyo mirage sessions is one of the games i wanted them to port over to the switch and it's finally coming uh, there have have also been talks, murmurs, and rumors already that there there's an announcement that there's two unannounced Switch port or Wii U ports coming to Switch. So right away, what's left over from the Nintendo from the Wii U, I think what's for sure, Super Mario World, 3D World, 3D World, it has to be one of them. Now people are up in the air. I honestly don't think they'll do Wind Waker or Mario. No, I don't think they'll do win. The win, they won't put over Wind Waker or Twilight Princess. So what's up in the air still is like Wonderful One Hundred One or Pikmin Three. But is there any other Switch ports that you can think besides Super Mario Three D World that you would like to actually see? Because there's that rumored two is still coming. I didn't have a Wii U, so I can't really think of any no. <laughs> any Nintendo games. Because for you, Joe. Super Mario 3D World that's like the last one for you right like you're Pretty good much. like this is what I want and I'm done for me it was Tokyo Mirage Sessions which is I actually prefer a 3D land, land. port oh dude that That'd was fun cool. yeah. like that was fun but I mean World is fine too like World is good it's not bad so mm-hmm. that would that would do um, I don't think it'll be Wonderful 101 just because of this I, I think it would be the a difficult thing yeah I think it would be a difficult thing to port so yeah I'm not I don't know like I'm my best guess would just be, yeah, I don't know. I, I... The the Nintendo Land thing, I think that would also be hard because there was so much you had to use from like the Wii con- Wii remotes, the nunchucks, all that stuff. But I would like to see a Nintendo Land two, but this time utilize like what you have on the Switch, but with like Nintendo having their mobile app and their mobile phone games. Like, why not the part where you control, like, being the ghost in Luigi's Mansion? You can use your phone's camera. Like, your phone app is the second controller. So that way it's easy for each person to either have a controller or have something that, you know, it mimics them. Like, Mar- like let's say a Mario 2, Mario Run 2. Like, that was fun. And how cool would it be if you're using that on your phone to, like, try to find everyone or move something around, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know. That'd be cool. That was pretty much our predictions. 2019 and i would say we got kind of like 40 yeah. percent <laughs> it wasn't really like none of our none of what we really wanted yeah. happened but do you think we were naive or what's say naive i just think <clears throat> you know you're predicting stuff you're really it's hard to get a pulse of where the the console makers are at i mean there's so many people to try to please and i think it just gets it's tough to predict that kind of stuff you know what i mean mm-hmm. In hindsight, now seeing what we we were wanting, were we unrealistic? I, I think we were just more. It was more. A lot of what we wanted was just wishful thinking. Yeah, not being unrealistic. Like it can happen. Yeah, but it's just really wishful thinking. So also this week, we got a surprise Nintendo Pokemon Direct announced for Thursday. Did you guys hear or watch it? I didn't even know there was one until I, I texted you <laughs> yesterday. I got an email that said, whoa, check out the Nintendo Direct today. And it was like the the email from like the day before. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I asked you, like, did you direct yesterday? And, and like, I was yeah. like, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't That's get awful. much about it either. You didn't get much about it. <laughs> well, we'll just hit the spots, like the points, because. It's Pokemon news, which if you're a fan of, that's great. If you're not, doesn't matter. But they did uh, announce a remake of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. So that was more of like an adventure game that I remember when that came out originally for the DS. And they had two different versions, like the blue and the blue team, red team. But it looks like this one's going to be all in one. Uh, but it's just basically like you wake up. If I remember, like you wake up and you're just Pikachu. And you're talking to Pokemon, and you're like, "How do I like you don't you have amnesia? It's basically Detective Pikachu without being a detective, I think." Um, but the demo went out live that day to try it out. But that's a game they ended up announcing, like a remake of that one. But I think one of the bigger things announced for the Pokemon Sword or the Pokemon Direct was Sword and Shield is getting an expansion pass for twenty nine ninety nine this year, featuring two new adventures. And it'll bring back more than 200 of the past games Pokemon missing missing from the new Galarian Pokedex. This Isle of Armor expansion will be available by the end of June, while Crown Tundra will arrive in fall. You can pre-order, purchase the Game Pass today, which will earn you codes for a Pikachu and Eevee uniform in-game now. Now, the huge thing when they were announcing this in the Pokemon Direct, they said in the past, we would have, like an example... Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon, and then a year later, we'd have Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So they wanted to do something different and just come out with the expansion pass. So it seems like they're not going to do that anymore. They're coming out with the expansion pass. So that's only $30 instead of repurchasing a whole new game. Now, right now, like with anything Pokemon, the community is split between people who hate the idea and people who love it. And you have people going, you're stupid for liking it or you're you're dumb for hating it. So no one can be happy, you know? I was surprised because I, I was like thinking like they could charge you another $60, but they're not. Yeah. And they're not gatekeeping the new Pokemon. So like if I don't buy the expansion pass, but you, you do Bethel and you, I'm like, hey, trade me this Pokemon. It's not yes, like I know. can't get it. You can still send it to me. That's cool. So, <clears throat> but I don't know. We're just kind of rushing through what the Pokemon deck yeah. was because you guys didn't see it, which is fine. Um, what? How does that sound to you? Like, cause some it's like going to be two new locations, and also depending on if you have heart or, or, or I'm sorry, uh, shield or sword, you'll have a different character in each one and different Pokemon. Pretty much what they usually do with the the extra. How one. much more content will it be? Like, like it's two new area locations. So and it here's the thing, I. That's why it's the internet right now about yeah. this information because really I've played Pokemon, but like if I could tell you like, hey, were those other ones that they have way more stuff? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But what people are saying is just like it's not going to have as much as the other ones would have, and it's just like, but they're not charging you another sixty. So what's I don't know. Everyone's saying it's stupid. Other people are saying it's great idea, and it's just everywhere right now. The only thing I kind of got out of it was, oh, shit, this is going to be the first time where it's download and it's not going to be on the cartridge. Like, this will be the first time that yeah. the, the information's not on there. Like, if you lose that download, that like, that thing is gone or something. Not lose it, but as in, like, you can't find it again. It's like if there's not going to be a physical media thing with the actual information. But I don't know. What Hearing this, what do you guys think? Um, I really, I mean... That sucks that you gotta pay more, but I, I, it just really depends on how much more hours you get to put into it. Because if it's yeah. like a, almost like a, even like a half game, like half length of a, a game, 
then I guess it'd be worth it. But I really, I'm not that big of a Pokemon fan to really mm-hmm. want to pay for it. So for me, I'm just like, I'm, I don't want it. I think it's funny because they're going to be bringing out, like you said, like 200 new Pokemon, right? Or 200 Pokemon from the past. Yeah, it's 200. So then everyone was wondering, like, where are all the Pokemon? Why aren't, why isn't so-and-so and so-and-so in the game? There's you now. You know why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You guys wanted them, right? So, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much a lot of the bigger news from that Pokemon Direct. Um yeah, I think it's it's a welcome change, something different from Pokemon Company in a way. Yeah. They didn't announce Pokemon Snap, so I don't care. <laughs> I was thinking that every like when there's ever like a s- specific direct for a specific thing, when it's Pokemon, I always go, "Are we getting Pokemon Will Snap? <laughs> like, is this happening? Like, is Pokemon oh, Snap gonna happen?" They know that we want that, so they're like, "No." Because maybe. the direct was at six thirty a.m. right, yeah. and I was like, "I'm not waking up for this," but. When I woke, when I actually woke up, I didn't look at my phone. I just turned on my television, went to YouTube, and light, like closed my eyes so I could barely see it and make sure I saw the direct and hit it so I didn't see like because I follow a different uh, 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 video game things on uh, my YouTube and you know how sometimes if you go to the subscription it'll show the newest thing. Yeah. I didn't want someone to be like, Pokemon Snap finally happening. Yeah. Like I wanted to see it in the direct so I kind of like. Close my eyes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that looks like okay. I'll click it, but no Pokemon Snap to you. But yeah, that's gonna be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host Jesse P.S. Lira with Beto Sparza and Joe Ramirez. We may not be as good as everyone else. But we kind of get the job done later. The music is awesome. Yeah. The music sounds really good, and when you beat it, it unlocks the old arcade music that you can listen to, and it has like a really cool, because the original arcade game came out in And uh, I'm going to start off with my three games that I want on the Nintendo Switch ported from the Wii or Wii U. I want Tatsunoku vs. Capcom. Won't happen. Yeah. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Persona 4 Golden. But those those are the games I'm looking forward to. And of course... I want the next Zelda, but I want a top-down Zelda. For the Nintendo. For the Switch? For the Nintendo Switch.